times are weird. Am I right? <laughs> I feel like I've been Harry Potter locked under the stairs for the past 10 years while staying home during this quarantine. But I'm happy to sacrifice some of my conveniences for the general health of the public, personally. What I did notice is I'm also sacrificing, ding, 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 you guessed it, my mental health. I feel like I'm irritable, I'm lonely at times, and everything that's going on in the world is so heavy to me that some days it feels like immense effort just to get out of bed. I've always been a major advocate of therapy, so I decided to log back on to an app that's been amazing to me, and that app is BetterHelp. I have used BetterHelp for years, mainly because one month with them is the same price as one session with a traditional therapist. Maybe even less, depending where you live. I have access to her via texting every day. We can do video calls, phone calls. There's even these cool group sessions on different subjects. I've been recommending BetterHelp for years, but I'm happy to offer you a free week with BetterHelp. So if you're feeling on edge, anxious, depressed, alone, or really any overwhelming emotions, sign up for BetterHelp with the link in my show notes to get a week for free. You are not alone. These are strange times. And I personally believe the bravest and most courageous choice is the choice towards help and support. Welcome to the Daily Hype Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Pollard. If you are joining me on Instagram Live, hi guys, I see some familiar faces. Hope everybody is doing well. I want to talk today about looking for your, sorry, looking for your best customers. So how do we do that? A lot of people do believe that we go and find these customers and we search them out and or that they just come to us. And a little bit of that is true, but I wanna talk about the strategy behind it because it's really a little bit more than just being great and then they come find you. You have to do a little bit of work to align with them. And also, you don't find loyal customers, you actually create loyal customers. And I have a five-step program that you can use to kind of implement into your own strategy so that you can make sure you are aligning with the right people, that you are doing it strategically. And I'm also going to show you some things that I think everybody kind of thinks is true, but really isn't. So let's get started there. This is a quote that I love. You can't have insiders unless you have outsiders. And a lot of people believe that the way to grow is by making something for everybody. People say, I want to make a product that everybody loves. I want everybody to love this. I want everybody to love my product. I wanna make this for everybody. I want everybody to feel included. And that's actually not the best way to go. If you create for everybody, you have no customers, period. Now, that may seem counterintuitive because the point of being in business is to help as many people as possible or to give back to as many people as possible. However, If you are creating for everybody, you are creating for nobody. And that means the products that you create, the services that you offer. That also means the social media that you create, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, even LinkedIn. If you are creating for everybody, you are creating for nobody. Now, some people may say to me, well, Ashley, aren't I turning down money if I'm excluding people from my business? And I'm here to tell you with proof, absolutely not. What you're actually doing is making a super narrow audience where you know them inside and out. 
you're offering exactly what they need, and not only is it really easy to convert them into a paying customer, you will keep them for life. It's all a matter of a little bit of science, a little bit of insight, but I swear it's super fun. So follow my five-step program that I have laid out here. I'll go through each of these in depth, and it might be a little bit covered depending on what your screen looks like, and some of you may be joining on the podcast, so I'll make sure to go through this as well. So step one, know your target market. Two, align your messaging. Three, clarity and consistency is kindness. I'll dive into all of these. Polarity can work for you, and also be distinctive for things that you are known for. So let's go through each of these a little bit. Number one, know your target market. The most important thing that you can do is actually super narrow down that audience. Make sure that you know exactly who you're talking to, and make it specific. I don't necessarily think that you should be picking somebody that you know, but what you can do is say, okay, I want to speak to three different kinds of people. For me, that could be I want to speak to somebody who is coming from a professional environment and wants to bring their skills to a different market like me. I'm bringing all of my 10 years of experience now to entrepreneurs, digital entrepreneurs, small businesses who want to go digital. So that's step one. Step two is within know your target market, is also to make them kind of like fake people, right? Like dive into what do they like? What do they love? What do they do for fun? So the nice thing there is that you're able to say things to them almost as if you're talking to a friend, right? So for me, part of my, you know, demographic that I've sculpted out is a person who is about my age, interested in the same kinds of things, maybe likes to enjoy a bottle of wine. So because I've really narrowed down my target market into a very specific person, almost a person that I could tell you everything about this fake made up person that I sell to, I can say things like, it's just the the cost of a bottle of wine. Because for me, not only do I know that my girl might be a wine drinker, but I also know how much she'd spend. So knowing these things inside and out, you can talk knowing what they're into. If you're speaking to everybody, if you're speaking very broadly, then you won't be able to have those kinds of communications. You're going to be saying things like, hi, everybody, or hey, I made this for you and this for you and this for you. And everyone's going to kind of feel like, what is their point here? You know what I mean? Like there are companies that focus specifically on their niche. And what I want you to do is make sure that you are only talking to a very specific target market. This is something everybody ignores and they think that they're being specific and they think that they've narrowed it down. But I want you to, on a piece of paper, write out what kind of person this is. Give them a name. Give this fake person a name. What do they do for fun? What is their job? That way when you're speaking to on Instagram stories, that way when you're writing on your website, that way when you're creating a strategy, you can say, would my person be interested in this? Because if you have not done that work, you will not know the answer. And you'll just be creating without strategy. And you know my point of view, anything without a strategy is set up for failure. So you want to go into everything first and foremost, being very specific about that person you've created as your target market. So step two is align your messaging. I kind of spoke about this a little bit with target market, but this is a really interesting step. This is something a lot of people do in big business, and you may not be aware of this, but what I actually want you to do is think about this ideal client now that you have come up with them, right? So let's say you name them Jen. 
And Jen is this person, and you know her job, you know she has kids, if she doesn't have kids, where she lives, how much she spends, where she likes to shop, you know everything about this fake person. What I want you to do is think about your industry. For instance, let's say you're in the fitness industry, and you are wanting to target this person named Jen that you came up with. What I want you to do is go to Amazon and find a book that that person may be interested in. Maybe it's a fitness book you've read. Maybe it's an industry book that you also have read. Then I want you to go to the comment section, go to the reviews portion, and read what people are saying. This will tell you what they're thinking. This will tell you, I really liked this, but I needed information on X, Y, and Z. Not only is that an opportunity for you to potentially create that product, but it shows you what their priorities are. So if this book, if this product isn't handling or taking care of their wants and needs, how can you do that based on that feedback? The other thing to pay attention to in those reviews are what they enjoyed. This really helped me with this. Not only does that tell you their problem, it also kind of gives you the verbiage that you want to use when you're selling, when you're marketing, when you're putting any sort of information on your website. So take that copy that we call that, uh, like the words they use, we call that copy and use that in your messaging. So messaging is the pictures, the words, anything that you use to communicate to your customer. So for instance, if I was a fitness person talking to my ideal client who I have named Jen, then maybe I go to Amazon and I find a book that they'd be interested in. Maybe it's, you know, in the same industry. It should be in the same industry, actually, I'm sorry. And you go to the comment section and let's say they said, this didn't really help me lose weight, but at least I learned a lot about macros. So you can say, okay, now I understand something that was important to them that they wanted to learn and what they were missing here. So here's an opportunity for you to kind of understand a little bit better, like how you talk to your customer. And here's the trick, you wanna use the exact words they use back to them. So the point here is that that is how you get people saying, that's exactly how I feel. She's talking directly to me. So when that happens, it's because you've really dialed in to their messaging. You know your person. So. Also, take a look at when you feel that way about co companies. Maybe you're watching a commercial. Maybe you're following someone on Instagram. If there's ever a time that you see somebody speaking about a specific topic and you think, oh my God, she's talking directly to me, it's because they've aligned their messaging with something that you may be having a problem with. So this is something that is a great way to find the right customers quickly. Use those words and people will start to say, oh my gosh, she knows me so well already and I just started following her yesterday. So that's a huge tip. That's something I typically like to reserve for the good stuff, but I gave that to you for free. So here's the third thing. Clarity and consistency is kindness. This is a design tip, but it relates to so many different things. So think about all of the time that you spend on social media. I don't even want to share how much time, how much screen time I spend on social media. It's embarrassing. But I also spend time watching Netflix. I spend time watching TV. I spend time listening to podcasts. I spend time texting, right? You know, if you're driving, you're looking at billboards. You're listening to the radio. So yes, it is kind of boring to post the same things on social media over and over and over again. We feel like, wow, we're just saying the same thing every single time or... 
I can't keep saying this. They're going to get sick of it. Or they're going to be like, you just said that in the last post. Yes, you did just say that in the last post. Yes, you are being kind of repetitive, but repetitive is kindness because you want to be known for something. You want to be the go-to for something. So in order to do that, you have to be consistent and you have to be using that messaging throughout all of what you're doing. So find a couple keywords, find a couple stories that you might want to tell and use them as often as possible because think about it, all those ads, all those radio shows, those podcasts, those billboards, those texting conversations, Even if you're posting every day, that's about 500,000 different images, words that you see in between all of your posts. So yes, it might be consistent to you or it might be um, repetitive to you, but it's consistent for them. Think about like a favorite account that you have. You go there every time expecting the same thing. There's accounts that I follow where I'm like, I always go there because she has the best Nordstrom picks. I always go there because I love her makeup recommendations. What if all of a sudden she decided she didn't want to post about makeup and she wanted to post about something else? I mean, to each their own, but I'm just saying the more you can be consistent, the better. And it will feel repetitive and it will feel boring, but you are doing a service to the customers that are coming to you and wanting that com- that consistent information. So step four, polarity can work for you, especially in times like these. These are very unprecedented times, a word I'm very sick of saying, so I apologize if you're sick of it as well, but polarity can work for you. And what do I mean by polarity? I mean having a very strong opinion. Now, I'm not telling you to get political on Instagram if you feel uncomfortable. I'm not telling you to go shouting from a mountaintop about an issue if you don't care about it. But if you do, speak on it. If you feel like there's something that you want to be brought to light, speak on it. Don't be afraid of taking a stand because the thing is, is that one, the people that are like, I'm not down for that will go. And then you don't have to work with people that you don't want to work with. So there's the door. But even more than that, the people that align with you will have so much respect for you and they will feel even more connected to you, right? going back to aligning your messaging. Now, you don't have to do over be that oh, sorry. You don't have to do this in an overwhelming fashion, but you do need to do it in some capacity and only where you're comfortable. This doesn't necessarily have to be about political issues. This can be about going back to the fitness metaphor. You could say something like, "I know everybody in the f- fitness industry says to do this. I don't agree." Like it doesn't have to be so bold. But you can say, I don't agree with that, or like, I don't like that, or I don't know, this kind of like seems strange to me. Whatever it is, don't be afraid to be like, yeah, I'm not down for that. It also shows your personality. It builds your no like trust factor, which is something that uh, we say a lot in social media where nobody will buy from you unless they know you online, they like you online, and they trust you online. So building that no like trust is something that can contribute or Posting from a polarity standpoint can sometimes help that no like trust factor. So the last thing I want to talk about is having some things that are distinctive to you that you're known for. So what are some things that you can do where they're like tiny kind of personality things? I have the hiccups. I'm so sorry. So what are these tiny things that you can start to incorporate into your brand, whether it's on your website, whether it's on your social media, whether it's um, in your emails, wherever it really is. 
what are some things about your personality that you can tie in? For instance, there's someone I follow who always um, references a particular TV character and says that she's this TV character. And it's funny because now observing her from a consumer standpoint, a lot of people will tag her in things and say, oh my gosh, it's like you, it's like you, it's like you. So now when people in their everyday life are going about their business, they're reminded of a specific person because of one thing that they're very repetitive about. There's also someone else I follow who's a good friend of mine, Self Made Babe Co. If you want to give her a follow, she has this little tiny microphone that she uses. Like I have my podcast microphone, hers here. Hers is a teeny tiny microphone, and it's something that she's selling to her audience, and they're starting to buy this teeny tiny microphone. So it's something kind of silly and fun that her audience now thinks of her when they see this thing. So what is some way that you can tie in like a small part of your personality into your life? For me, I like to talk about my mom a lot, especially when I visit. I haven't a lot lately, but Debs is a part of the family here. And if you're new around here, then you're going to get to know Debs because she's a wild card and she's funny. So that's one way that I try to tie in my personality is sharing some funny things about my mom, about Debs. So I just want to go back to this. You cannot have insiders unless you have outsiders. Be specific about who you want to talk to, because here's the thing. You can say, this person has so many sales because they're talking to everybody. They have 250,000 followers. Newsflash, 250,000 followers is not everybody. (laughs) That would be billions of people. What you want to do is speak to a small group of people. The smaller the better, because honestly, they'll be like, I align with this, I align with this, and I have a massive portion of Square One Accelerator that actually dives way into how to build those insiders and the psychology of that and all of the different ways that you can build fans, loyalty, even how skeptics can help your business. So this is just something that I wanted to leave you with. I want to pull this back up. I know that you may not be able to see this, but I just wanted to show that. These are the five ways that you can find trusted customers. You do not find loyal customers you create loyal customers. So know your target market, know your target market, align your messaging with them using things like YouTube comments or Amazon reviews, clarity and consistency in what you create is kindness. Polarity can work for you when done right and find some things that are distinctive to you that you're known for. That is my takeaway for today. If you have any questions about this, I'm totally happy to ask you or to answer any questions for you. Shoot me a DM. Tell me where you're at in your business, what might be working for you, what kind of questions you have, and I'll make sure to tackle it in an Instagram Live in the future. If you're listening from the podcast, thank you for joining me, and I'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Daily Hype Podcast by me, Ashley Pollard. If you love this episode as much as I did, don't forget to rate and review. Send this to your friends, your families, coworkers, Facebook groups, totally up to you. Don't forget to check out the show notes too for exclusive deals and discounts every now and then. See you next time.